0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking... But I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Oliver's celebrating its 20th birthday this year, so to mark the occasion, we're re-releasing 20 of our favourite podcast episodes over the next month. Listen again to some old favourites or discover hidden gems you might have missed as we dive deep into the back catalogue. And don't forget, there are more than 400 podcast episodes of The Archive. Just head to olivemagazine.com to find out more. This episode, executive chef of Super Restaurant and Buenos Aires native, Fernando Troca, talks us through 10 things you need to know about Argentinian food and cooking, including the influence of Italian immigration on Argentinian culture, why cooking over fire is so important, and why you'll never find coriander in an authentic chimichurri. I'm delighted to welcome Fernando Troca, Executive Chef of Sucra, to the podcast today. Fernando launched the original Sucra in Buenos Aires in 2001, aiming to combine the traditions of Latin American open-fire cooking with international influence. Since then, Sucra has featured repeatedly in Latin America's 50 best restaurants. In 2021, Fernando brought Sucra to the UK with a restaurant in the heart of Soho in London, where we're chatting today. Lovely to meet you, Fernando.
1: Nice to meet you too. Thank Thank you.
0: you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: My pleasure. Um,
0: I thought to begin, could you tell us just a little bit about Sucre and the kind of cooking you're doing here?
1: Sucre, it's a mix of um, some Argentinian ingredients or techniques and some Latin, um, have a lot of Latin influence because Mm -hmm. obviously I come from Argentina, so we are Latin American, South America. And but also have an influence of all my background. And yeah. um, that means I was working in Italy, in Spain, in France, in the U.S. So sucre have a little bit of everything. A bit of everything. Yes.
0: Sounds lovely. Well, we are here to talk about 10 things you need to know about Argentinian food today. Um, so let's start with something we can all relate to, which is the influence of mothers and grandmothers
1: on cooking. Tell us about that. Um, that it's part of my history. And I was, when I was a kid, I lost my mother when I was um, 11 years old. And so I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. Mm. And my grandmother used to have a um, pension, but it's um, a big house. And she was renting the rooms for most of them immigrants. Actually, my grandfather, my grandfather, he was living in the house and he was from Portugal and they was married. Mm-hmm. And so the house of my grandmother was in San Telmo. That is the old part of Buenos Aires. It's the old town. And we went to the school with my, my brother around the corners from her house. So... I was having lunch at her house for many, many years, every single day. <laughs> and my grandmother used to be an amazing chef, not professional, but she was unbelievable. And she was teaching me. She was asking me the food that I want to eat. And I was giving her the menu the day before. She was doing the starters, <laughs> the main and the dessert. And so that's, that was the beginning of my, my passion and my love uh, for food mm-hmm. and cooking. But in that time, it was a long time ago, um, I think it was part of the, the culture in Buenos Aires. I mean, not only my grandmother, the, the other grandmothers, other mothers, they was cooking yeah. for, for everyone, for the family. Um, not anymore, or not like like used to be, yeah, and so I think that mm, the um, relation with the um, with the food come from the family, the
0: family, yeah. yes, so that's where your roots started, and that's yes, where you first definitely got yes. into the kitchen, yes, and would you cook alongside her or your your grandma, yes mama, yes yeah, yes, yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was spending when I was eleven, twelve. 13 14 15 unfortunately she she didn't know that I that um, I became a chef oh. but but my grandma my grandfather yes yeah but not her
0: yeah lovely um, and you mentioned that you know the uh, portuguese influence it, immigration shaped a lot of the culture in in argentina certainly um, tell tell us about that
1: i always say that probably 40% of our blood comes from Spain and the other 40 from <laughs> Italy and the other 20 from the rest of Europe. Yeah. So in my family, for example, my grandmother, the other from the other side, from my father's side, she she was from Spain. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was from Portugal. And my grandmother, the one that used to cook for me. She was she born in Argentina, but the family her family was from Italy. Yeah. And Troca, my last name, also come from the Piemonte, from the north of Italy. Mm. So um, definitely the all that um, um, immigration uh, from Europe have a lot of influence in the food mm. and in the culture and in the families.
0: Yeah, amazing. Um, one thing that you wanted to mention um was roast. Does that cover does that cover because I know meat, you said meat's important, meat's a cornerstone of cooking. Um so I guess we're talking about roast meats. Does that co- cover asado as well? Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that then.
1: Uh, asado for us for us is um, basically barbecue. Barbecue, and right? It's it's um it's it's part of every Argentinian. Every Argentinian have a A barbecue at home. Mm. Even if they live in an apartment, (laughs) they will have in the balcony a small barbecue. I have a a nice uh, grill outside in my house, and so it's very normal on the weekends um, do barbecues at home and uh, asados. And normally it's for friends and family. Yeah, Um, this is a very typical. Sunday roast,
0: yeah, let's say, so um, rather than in Sunday roast, yes. you get your barbecue and yes. yeah,, yes. and what sort of things would you cook on it
1: um basically meat, yeah, and and some um I mean the typical typical are meat, different cuts um sausages, mm-hmm. blood sausage, very typical, right, yeah, uh sweetbreads. That we have on the menu here in Sucre oh, nice. and in the beginning I was worried about to put the sweetbreads yeah. because I thought that probably but it's a huge seller yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we call mollejas that it's sweet uh, sweetbreads, very very typical and and then we have like a simple salads on the table yeah. and the sauce we have two typical sauces in Argentina mm. to um, for the barbecue one is the chimichurri yeah, which I think and everyone... the other one is called salsa criolla. Oh, okay. they have some similarities with some uh, sauces in the rest of Latin yeah. America. The difference between how we do barbecues and how we grill uh, compared, let's say, with U.S. Yeah. In U.S., they use a flame, a very, very hot grill mm. with flame. So basically, sometimes they burn the meat. And for us, for Argentinians, if we, if you have flames on the grill, it's bad, bad very bad. So, um, so you are a very bad griller. <laughs> so um, basically we cook without any flames. So mm-hmm. the meat is cooking, it's cooking slowly. slowly. Yeah.
0: So it's glowing, yes. the glowing coals. Yes. And use like direct, indirect heat yes. to move can, it around. We can yeah.
1: use, we use charcoal or wood.
0: Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But you know how to wrangle it.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. and and also it's um, also it's a very important part of the um, ceremony mm. to do the the fire. Okay, that it's
0: to get it set up exactly. Quickly. You don't yeah. just throw loads of light. No, 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 on no, <laughs> no. We we
1: just we burn the charcoal yeah. or the wood yeah. for. At least 45 minutes or an wow. hour, and then we start So it's reel.
0: an art, basically, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And what, what's the setup you've got upstairs? And for the, have you got open fire cooking? Do we those have those an super, open fire yeah. real, nice. yes.
1: We use uh, charcoal. Oh, lovely. Yeah.
0: I bet people love that as well. Yes. It's you've got a good cute. extraction.
1: Yeah, we have an amazing <laughs> extraction. It's like a NASA. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, number four, you were going to tell us a a little bit about some of the regional foods of Argentina. Tell us about that.
1: Um, The most typical food, I mean, in Buenos Aires, in the city, the food, it's very European Mm. because I have a lot of uh, influence from Spain and Italy, basically. So um, we have a very typical dishes from it, like the Milanese. Um, It's very typical in Argentina. But if you want to go for the Mm -hmm. typical dishes from Argentina, you must go to the north Uh or even in the south, but not not that much. In the north of Argentina, Salta, Jujuy, uh, close to the Bolivian border, Mm -hmm. we have the more typical dishes from Argentina, like the original dishes from Argentina, like the empanadas, for instance and but then all the rest of the country it's much more european if you go to a restaurant in any part of buenos aires you will find pastas uh, rices obviously meat Mm. and but very italian influence depending on who's living in
0: that particular part yes um do the empanadas change around the the country depending on
1: where you come from definitely like 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 the chimichurri sauce, we have a, um, many different recipes. I yeah. mean, the ingredients are, the base are o- always the same, but everyone, every family have their, have their own, own little ingredients. Little and the it. empanadas, uh, yeah, I was talking from the north, in yeah. Salta, um, uh, they put potato annex. eggs. Right. But if you go to Mendoza, that is the wine region, mm they don't put potato and they don't put eggs. Okay. But they put a lot of onion. Yeah. So they put uh, meat and onion. And also if you go to um, Tucumán, also they have a, um, different provinces. Yeah. But yeah, we have not many, but we have, let's say, three or four different regions with three different recipes of yeah. empanadas.
0: So you can know exactly where you are. By yeah. breaking open an empanada yes. and looking inside yes. it, yes, that's great. Um, tell us about the difference between Argentina and other Latin American countries. Um, what, what what is it that makes the food different?
1: I think it, for me, the, the big difference is the influence of um, Italians and Spanish. Um, I'm not considering myself or Argentinians, um, Latin American. Right. Uh, Because we are very different to the rest of, let's say, if you go to Brazil, Peru, um, Colombia, Venezuela, Mexico, Mm. it's very, very, very different. I mean, it's. If you are um, a Mexican chef and someone invites you to cook, um, you can spend a week thinking. Yeah. How many dishes you can do from Mexico? Yeah, 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 If you are from Argentina, you have only barbecue. If, if someone <laughs> invites you to cook, you will do empanadas, barbecue, chimichurri. Not, right. not so many um, different um, different ingredients. And um, for me, like Mexico and Peru, probably are the most important foodie um, countries right. in Latin America. And but yeah, let uh, Argentina it's much it's more European, okay. In terms of, more uh, European, food. and
0: that's the difference, yes. as you said at the beginning, the, yes. the influence of all the different countries. Yes. Amazing. Um, this is an interesting one because I didn't know this. Um, Argentina is unique in favoring parsley over coriander. What's, exactly. what's all
1: that about <laughs> um, I mean, connected with the... Um, oh, this m- is the influence with the answer, again. With yeah. the question. With yeah. the, um, it's, if you go to Latin America,
0: yeah.
1: you go to um, Brazil, Peru, Mexico, yeah. Colombia, all of them, they use coriander, coriander. no parsley. But Argentinian, I mean, now we use coriander, but yeah. we can, now it's trendy. But uh, 25 years ago, it was no coriander in Argentina. It only parsley. And if you go to Italy or Spain, they don't use coriander. They use parsley. So Mm -hmm. that, it's a big, big difference between them, um, between Argentina and all the rest of the countries. Uruguay, they use, Uruguay and us are very, very similar. Similar. We are very similar. And they also use parsley. Mm. I mean, now coriander, because it's trendy and they have a, we have a lot of, Asian restaurants or even yeah. Latin restaurants, but yeah. Mm, but yeah, Argentinian Argentinians mm-hmm. uh wear parsley, not coriander.
0: So parsley is the, the, the in chimichurri, which is one of yes, the famous sources is ingredient. the main ingredient, yes, not coriander.
1: Not coriander. If you're no, making no, no. it with
0: coriander, you're doing no, it wrong.
1: No, completely wrong. <laughs> no, no one, I mean so, we have many, many different recipes, yeah. but no one with <laughs> coriander. Okay. Never. <laughs>
0: Another thing I didn't know Argentina was famous for, but I do now because I was reading about it today, is ice cream. Yes. And it's a very particular kind of ice cream. Tell us about very that. Very Italian.
1: Yeah. But I think, I, I mean, I think that it's probably more easy to find um, good, good ice cream, like an old school and old ah. fashioned ice cream yeah. now in Argentina than in, even in Italy because now in Italy if you are in 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 Italy in Rome let's say and if you obviously it's a lot of very good ice cream shops but um, it's difficult because now a lot of ice cream um, shops they use like um, infusion or powders and yeah. but um, in Argentina we still have the um, old school Ice creams um, families yeah. that come from Italy and they still use the old machines that are going up and down. And, and we 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 eat ice cream all year round. And let's say on the weekends you have um a barbecue at home, yeah. always for dessert. Someone called and go there. Yeah, and, and, and so
0: they're called is it haladier? Hala Heladerias. Heladerias. Yes. <laughs>
1: got that. El- and Eladerías. we have a lot of heladerias. Yes. Many, many, many. And many, many
0: flavors. Like, so like a nice, what we would call an ice cream parlor where you yes. go in and you've got all the flavors lined up. And yes.
1: But uh, very different because when you go to the heladerias in Argentina, yeah. you don't see the ice creams. Oh, you don't? No, no. Now some new, like mar- much more <laughs> modern ice creams Um they have, um, like, um, they show you the ice creams. Mm. But the classic ones, they don't show the ice cream. It's only on a board. Okay. You have all the flavors. So are they trying to keep
0: a secret? Or?
1: Yeah. No, no, I think it's... I don't know, because if you go to Italy, in Italy they show you the... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, it's, it's part things. of the display. To yes. like tempt you I mean, in. you see the display, but it's yeah. all covered. So you don't see any ice cream. Wow. But you can ask. you can ask them... To try them. so they yeah. give you a little spoon with, with the flavors nice. to try.
0: And is dolce de leche? Dolce de leche is the classic. Is the classic yes. flavor. Do you think that's still the most popular flavor?
1: Definitely. Yes.
0: Yeah. yes. Oh, it's delicious, though. Why wouldn't it be? Um, you touched on this before as well. The um, about pasta and Milanese being really popular, and yes. mil- but I think Milanese is slightly different to what we would know Milanese in Italy, isn't it?
1: Milanese for us is the, Milanesa is, mm, is the schnitzel.
0: Like um, a schnitzel, yes. Yeah.
1: But, mm, I mean, it's, it comes from Italy, yeah. obviously. But uh, Milanese, is in every single house, every restaurant that you go, the classic restaurants that you go in Buenos Aires, always they will have Milanese on yeah. the menu. And people love Milanese. Yeah. Probably more than in Italy. Yeah. And it's a very classic dish from kids yeah. or, um, yeah, Milanese and with mashed potato with french fries. Oh, really? Yes.
0: <laughs> and then the pasta as well. Is that something that's really
1: yeah. common? And pastas also. Um, actually, here in London, it's difficult to find um, pasta shops, handmade. Pasta. Yeah,
0: it's just, it's one of those things that I think people either go out and eat a re- at a really nice pasta yes. place like Manteca, which is yes. around the corner, or, you know, they'll make make it at home and probably d- buy dried pasta and you just don't have access to that kind of regular. And so the fresh pasta shops, there are a it's lot. It's like, yeah? I like
1: heladerias. Really? Same. Every, wow. every neighbor have a, a pasta, a fresh pasta shop. Yeah. Sundays. Old families um, go to the um, to the pasta shops. They have a queue outside really? waiting, and they have raviolis or whatever. And okay, it's a lot of pasta. Um, yeah, I want to go to Argentina
0: now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then number nine, we've talked about it briefly, but let's talk about the meat because we said it is it's cornerstone of the Argentinian diet. What what sort of meat? And, and a beef is big, um, apart from beef like what what kind of beef is it, and then just talk us through some other meats that are popular
1: um unfortunately now the the meat it's not the same quality that, that used to be right uh, because now it's a lot of feedlot going around Argentina and so it's less because the the our meat it was i mean very different to um, to the rest, because we have, a, um, I mean, huge land, lands, yeah. and the La Pampa. And so the cows basically was eating the grass, going around the, the countryside. And that brings a completely different flavor to the meat. Mm. Um, but unfortunately now it's, I mean, still, we still have some producers that they, they produce the meat in the more natural, natural way. way. Yeah. But, mm, I mean, meat, it's part of the culture. And I think that also because the meat is cheap, it's not expensive. Yeah. So everyone um, can have meat. And like I say, if you go to the construction, let's say builders that yeah. they are doing construction, they do barbecue in the construction <laughs> at least <laughs> once a week. Normally, the tradition is every Friday. You go, you you are walking on the street and you smell the barbecues on the street (laughs) sometimes from the builders that they are um, constructing and they're doing a barbecue and still not expensive, the meat. I mean, probably Argentinians can eat meat four times a week, three times a week. week, yeah.
0: Yeah. And what? So say say like with beef, what would be the what would be the most um, popular cuts? Is it steak? Is it uh, or is there a particular
1: type of steak that you would have? Uh, If you when you do barbecues at home, yeah, probably the more typical that always are on the grill. It's uh, short ribs. Oh,
0: short ribs. Really? Yeah, yeah. And you would have how would you? But very
1: different to. I was going to
0: say because they take really long cooking, don't they? Exactly.
1: No, but we we call. uh, banderita, and then basically, it's they cut very thin. Ah. It's actually cooked very fast and like 15 minutes. Okay. And this is the, probably the more typical um, cut. Yeah. The shore ribs.
0: And, and other types of, of meat. Is it just beef or do you do, you do lamb or, you know? Yeah, lamb? we have
1: an amazing lamb in Patagonia. Oh. It's beautiful. I mean, Patagonia, it's, I mean, I really like the north of Argentina. Yeah. Because it's uh, completely different to the rest of the world. Yeah, Patagonia—it's unbelievable, yeah. but it's very similar to many places yeah. because you have lakes, mountains, um, beautiful, like like Switzerland. Let's say, yeah. but um, the lamb—the best lamb—comes from Patagonia. Yeah, yeah we have an um, amazing lamb, mm. and then we have pork. Not nothing special, no. but um, I think definitely. Beef and lamb.
0: Amazing. Yes. Um you didn't give me a number 10, so I'm gonna ask you number 10, which is um about the future. So what are you hoping for for the future of sucra and you and I guess Argentinian food?
1: Um we are planning to do. I mean, we opened sucre in Dubai in last December. Mm. We are planning to do Sucre in Madrid. Oh, wow. Um, that I think that will be amazing because I think that um, Madrid is... Um, the relation from uh, Spanish and Argentinians, it's very good. And Madrid is a very foodie city. Yeah. Um, something that I think that everyone learns yeah. from the last two or two three years, years. is yeah. that we cannot think about future not not too much. long not yeah. too much not too much so <laughs> okay. um, i think um, i'm trying to um, keep the sucre dubai and london now yeah. very focused and then, um, if I see in the future i um, i wish that we can open sucre in madrid yeah
0: just world domination then yes (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you so much for coming to chat thank you my pleasure it was a pleasure to meet you thank Thank you thank you thank you thank you for listening to the olive podcast for recipes and more information head to olivemagazine.com do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats hacks and shortcuts and don't forget to subscribe at itunes acast spotify or wherever you get your podcasts